Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. Wait a minute, I'm confused. This is the Your Brain on Facts feed, but those aren't facts and this isn't Moxie. Well, the good news is you're not going crazy. It's April Fool's Day, which means Operation Switcheroo, where dozens of podcasters trade RSS feeds for the day in what to my mind is the only acceptable April Fool's prank. So enjoy this episode of Play It By Ear, where hosts Eric, Brady, and Todd talk about their memories of classic commercials, embarrassing moments from their personal lives, and movie quotes that stand the test of time. For my money, there can be only one. Follow them at playitbyearpodcast.com and be sure you tune in to Your Brain on Facts, which is not a thing people do anymore, but make sure you check out next Tuesday's regular episode because it's not a regular episode. It is the episode 150 Fast Fact Guest Host Extravaganza. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome to episode number five of the Play It By Ear podcast. How do you like our intro? Because you're hearing it right now under my voice. Thank you to Matt Vaughn. I know we had mentioned that in a prior episode. It wasn't there due to some editing issues, but now you heard it in episode four. This is episode five. Hope you enjoyed it. He did a lot of intense work on that. So, again, thank you to Matt. He's he smooth voice Matt. Absolutely. He does have the silken voice. He does. He he's His voice is much better than mine, so mine as well. give, give him his due. Um, again, welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. Follow us. We Our outlets are growing exponentially by the day. Uh, we are on Spotify. Uh, Overcast was our most recent one. iHeartRadio, you can hear us on there, uh, among others. Also, Google. Google Podcast, yes. Uh, Anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast is our homepage. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Search us out on Play It By Ear podcast. Uh, also on Twitter at play it by ear pod number two and uh, any of those outlets you can find our our link to our podcasts i would also like to say thank you again uh we're just really humbled by the amount of people that are listening to our first three four episodes and uh we really appreciate it uh, keep on sending the comments keep on sharing uh we really like those shares and we like the love so the more you like us the more we could do this and uh, I guess we're building a little bit of a cult following among people who have depraved senses of humor like ours. With that, uh, the way this works, as always, each of us bring a topic to the table, and uh, we'll talk about that topic for 20 minutes, and we'll move on. So we're back to Todd starting us off, and I didn't give you a proper welcome. Welcome, Todd. Good afternoon, Fiscus. Welcome, Brady. Good afternoon, Eric. So, Todd, Mr. Griffin, you're up. All right, so I thought I would start today with the topic of classic commercials or jingles that maybe you remember from your childhood, or they could be more recent ones. And there are a few that I have in my head, and I'm sure you guys have even more to add to that. But what brought this up was today, I believe it was a text (laughs) message from Fiscus, and I can't remember the context of the text message. It doesn't really matter. But I started thinking about the Arby's commercials, and I know there's been lots of them, but this would have been back with the 4 for 4. Right. Not five for five, right? Were, were they ever five for five? The I believe roast, at one point roast, they were actually five for five. The roast beasts, were they ever five for Roasted five? Roasted beast. With cheddar. Beast with cheddar. Yeah. I think yeah. it was a five for five at one time. And, and I think this topic will probably call for some very poor impersonations. So we apologize in advance. Uh, I'm but not, we're not sorry. I'm, not, I'm no rich little. <laughs> <laughs> There's a blast from the past. <laughs> I can't think of any modern day... Uh, mimicry impersonation comedians I can't either but what got me thinking about it was the classic Ray Charles Arby's commercial where they tried to they tried some tomfoolery (laughs) with old Ray and tried to only give him three sandwiches and I remember him in his retort of hey wait I only smell three sandwiches you can't fool old Ray 
And so that's what brought this topic about. Oh, I'd forgotten about that one. <laughs> the, you know, they just couldn't do that commercial today, could they? I don't know. It, it, it would be questionable, I guess, let's just say. Yes. I'm a big Ray Charles fan, though, so. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was a good choice to pick him for the Arby's commercials. Oh, man, um, that got me to thinking, like, did were they just trying to, like, what was their point? Why were they trying to fool Ray? <laughs> you know, you pay this man millions of dollars to hawk your product, so you in turn try to trick him, and it's like, you know. Well, they learned their lesson that day. That, that's right. You would Ray think, put them back in their place. <laughs> yes, because, well, whatever it says about Arby's, he definitely went to Pepsi and did You Are the Right One, Baby. Uh-huh. Oh, Ooh, yeah, nice. There go. Nice play there. I'd forgotten about that one, too. Yeah. Well, that also that was huge think, for a while. Yeah. It was huge. That makes me think also about the fact that you could once get four roast beasts for $4. Now you can't even get one for $4. No, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Did, weren't we just talking about this the other day? I mean, I love me some um, Arby's, but yeah. like, it costs a fortune just for me to get one sandwich and drink at fries. It's almost a 10 spot. Not like that's a, if, if you're listening, Arby's, uh, we still love your food, so... Just want to let you know that you, you could you, you know, bring be back one of our the sponsors. four for four. Yeah, bring back the bring back the four for four, and I'll do. I guess I'll do the Ray <laughs> impersonation if you want to hire me. My fear would be if they brought back the four for four, it would be like one slice of roast beast and a, and a ti- on a tiny little slider about the size of a quarter. Probably. Yeah. Well, they do well, have, they have sliders. sliders now. Yeah. Yeah. Very good sliders. I, I am a fan of the. And this is going off topic, which is I tend to do, but I am a fan of the the sandwiches that are on the the king hawaiian buns or whatever oh yeah those are good yeah. sweet buns sweet buns uh, my kiddo ridge low just have to be my nickname back wife. in high school as well <laughs> yes <laughs> according to who <laughs> me oh, man. another commercial that i remember fondly the dunkin donuts commercials with the time to make the donuts yep uh, i can't you know he, he was the balding gentleman who got up at 3 a.m time uh, yes. to make the donuts Yes. Which has kind of become a saying, like people going to work, trying yeah. to make the donuts. You know, it still kind of hangs on in the Or, the or just culture. anything. I mean, anything you're going to accomplish. Yeah. Sometime of drudgery. Like, if you're, like, can you use it? Like, if you have to go mow the lawns, like, uh, time to go make the donuts. Does you that apply there? You could. Yeah. And any, any work that needs done, time to make the donuts. Very good. I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah. Try it. Try using it at home around the house when you have to go to the restroom and see what that. <laughs> well, well, there are various uh, other ways to say that. But lots of man, euphemisms. I've just finished my third coffee. Time to make the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Time to recycle the coffee. Oh my! Got yeah, Wendy's. Oh my! Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's beef? Where's the Clara Peller? Only Fiscus would remember that name of that. Uh, and, again, yeah. For, for those of you unfamiliar with the commercial, um, it showed these three um, elderly ladies in line, and they're given this huge, huge oversized bun about the size of a manhole cover with a, well, here's this reference again, quarter-sized piece of, um, of hamburger, and she was lamenting the lack <laughs> of buffery on her <laughs> bun. Well, the other ladies were talking to, well, that's not a very big burger. And then Clara would chime in, where's the beef? <laughs> yeah, That was, was good. A, she was, was a crotchety. Uh... <laughs> she was. And she, would, she wouldn't look at the camera, wouldn't look at the guy behind the counter. She'd be, where's the beef? <laughs> and, and that was, You I can mean, look it up on YouTube. I'm sure it's there. Oh, it, it's there. And um, you Any know, of these commercials, I'm sure you can yeah. find them oh, on YouTube if you oh, don't. Oh, absolutely. And that stuck around in, you know, pop culture. For Pete's sake, it made it to presidential campaigns. It did. Just like, you know, if you lack the details in your plans, like, well, where's the beef? I mean, th- that got was to that be... Was that Reagan that said that? Um, or did someone say it to Reagan? I, it was one of... The, well, obviously one or the other, but yeah, that's definitely what I'm thinking of. It, it would made it into the presidential campaign. Um, there was t-shirts. You could get where's the beef t-shirts. I believe that was... A, was that a Super Bowl commercial? I'm thinking it might have been. It might have been. Might've been. For you researchers out there, get in your Google machine and... Hold us accountable. Yeah. Let us uh, also, going back to the description of that commercial with the giant bun and the tiny uh, burger patty, brick of beef in this bun, <laughs> remind me of the opposite of that, Brady. A quick story we were talking about the other day when, uh, 
when uh, Butterbees first opened. Oh, Butterbees, I don't know if you're listening, Butterbees, <laughs> delicious food. We recommend going there. But the first time we ever went, they had just opened, and Brady and I went, and I ordered the fish sandwich. And when the waitress brought it out, I I apologize this day because Brady and I both just busted out laughing, falling off the table laughing because I've never to this day I've never seen so much fish or any type of sandwich, uh, you know, uh, the, overlapping oh, the bun. Oh, yes. oh my gosh! And, and the jokes is like, man, you're gonna need a gaff hook to get that on the table. Yeah. We're good to need a bigger boat. <laughs> I mean, there was I guarantee you seven to eight inches of fish. All the way around the bun, hanging off the bun. It was like putting jaws on a hot dog bun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about sharks around Todd. They're inhuman. <laughs> they are inhuman. Yeah. It just was. Sorry. I just oh, brought that. I remember no, that. it's okay. That was a large fish sandwich. Fist. They've, Fist. they've gotten it under control since then. It's, it's still a good sized fish sandwich and a very Is that tasty a good thing, though? Sandwich. Do you want a fish sandwich? But that's or? what I mean. They've gotten, they've gotten it more manageable now because before, I mean, you. There was just not enough bun. You'd have to bring your own loaf of bread to to, to finish off the fish, <laughs> or you had to eat around the bun with a fork. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was almost an unintentional handle because the bun was so small. You had to you would have to pinch it just to eat this massive. Fish. And you have to listen to our previous episodes to get these inside and handle things, and which yeah. I hope is motivation to check out our back catalog. There you go. An episode was that an episode two or three? They, they they run together because I edit them all and they yeah I, I believe it's three, but they're all awesome. I believe it was four. The one. It it might, it's three. It's three. It's three. Yeah. 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 Check out episode three to learn about Brady's handles. Um, if I may uh, throw down a commercial jingle that sticks in my mind, um, is I've used this so many times. Uh, do you remember the cavity creeps from Crest? You just we make holes in teeth. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> I, I still say that to this day, much like it's time to make the donuts. Whenever it's time for me to go do something, I'll go, we make holes in teeth like the cavity creeps on the crash commercials. <laughs> still do it. And the cavity creeps uh, kind of look like little rock nasty things that were attacking your healthy enamel. And the crest team would, you know, blast them away with their crest blasters, which appealed to my comic book sense of morality and justice so yeah cavity creeps bad but yeah who doesn't say we make holes in teeth these days yeah but we were in their intended audience with oh, that absolutely. commercial at the time i mean i'm sure they do were. you remember the cavity creeps i, I don't i don't think so i'm gonna have to youtube it later oh you'll yeah. have to because it was great it had a lot of backstory because like they had like a command center and it showed that there was attack on like their second molar and it would show up that this like a dentist thing and they would have to go to that tooth and fight very, off that very cavity video cavity. game-ish very much so. Very much so. In fact, the Crest people, you should bring the cavity creeps out of retirement and make a educational video game out of it. Are there um, still toothpaste commercials on TV? I don't know. Silence. I don't. I don't know. I don't watch I, enough. I would assume they are, are, but I don't watch enough network TV to know. You know, to know. Yeah, about commercial it's a good game. question. Um. Well, maybe the game designer in the room could make a game about cavity creeps. There we go. Uh, first, I thought you were talking about what was the commercial? It was a cleaning product that had the little uh, scrubbing bubbles. Scrubbing bubbles, yeah. Oh, scrubbing that's, bubbles. That's yeah. what I thought you were talking about yeah. first. Didn't they just kind of go out and about and do? Yeah, the, they did, and, and they cleaned. Yes, and they like, cleaned. like a like a robo vacuum does now. And uh, one one of the the lead, I guess you could call the general bubble, had like a mustache. <laughs> General bubble. General bubble. <laughs> Do you have a Not robo vacuum? Yes. Do you use it? Yeah. And no problems with it. No. I I, I've told you the reason I. Other gets stuck under furniture. Yeah. Well, my wife has asked for one of those before. She's talked about getting one before, and I read a story on inter the internet that keeps me from it. You've probably heard the story where the in the middle of the night they had, had a this family had bought one. They had gotten a new puppy, and the puppy had. Gone to the bathroom on had the floor. Had some intestinal had, distress. <laughs> conducted its set, commerce on the set floor. set you up for that, Brady. Uh, but the rotovac went through it, trekked through the dog pile, and then well, that, spread it all over the house ooh, and the like carpet. like a poop crayon. Yeah, Well, pretty that much. only happens when you schedule it to go out. You can do that manually, and it won't... I mean, you can make sure everything is clear before... 
it goes on its way. But yeah. Yeah. some people set it to like vacuum at three in the morning and then you run into that possibility. Yeah. Because this poor soul had, I mean, it had gone all of the carpet. The I mean, and then the kid had got like a, like a toddler had woken up and walked through it and then climbed up in bed with it. It was, oh. it was an absolute nightmare. And I'm like, no, I, I can't, I can't get on board with this man that that's disturbing to even think about especially at my house have like i get the well, we cat or the dog a, is dyspeptic a real rabbit hole there <laughs> yeah but um yeah so cavity creeps um <laughs> getting this back out of the rabbit hole and onto the highway um now this one um I, and this is going to be real specific anybody that uh remembers the donato's pizza commercial from about 1989, 1990, and I was a freshman at Ohio State, and Donato's wasn't as big of a deal in Southern Ohio, but oh my lord, this this haunts me to this day. And it wasn't the commercial itself; it was the jingle, and it would earworm, and it kind of went like this: it went <laughs> over. And over and over again, and that commercial played on a loop because, you know, Donato's was a Columbus company, and I will still hear that in my sleep, break out cold sweats, grab the steel helmet, and jump in the trench. It's like, it's horrible. So, commercial that haunts me. I don't remember that. I do like some Donato's. Had Donato's spread down here by that time? It wasn't too long after, but I'm sure that commercial kept them out of many markets. (laughs) So that brings up an interesting question, because that seems to be where I'm going to go with this in my mind. Do marketers think about, we're going to make this commercial, obviously commercials are intended to sell products, but sometimes do they make them purposely annoying so they get entrenched in your head? Does that make you want to go purchase? Because to me, if a commercial is annoying, no. I don't want your product. I will purposely avoid avoid your product. You mean it? It could be the best product for yes. that particular task ever. And I don't. I don't care. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I. But to answer your question, my opinion is that I think they they definitely try that. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's successful or not, but I I think they try to make it memorable. So then, when you're in the store, whatever is calling it back to you, what you know, whatever you're remembering it about it is, it might make you purchase it. I'm hungry. Oh yeah, yeah. How, how much Donatos <laughs> did you buy at that time? Um, honestly, next to none. I just ate was it because of the commercial? Not really. It was because um, there were some local pizza places that were much quicker to walk to and much cheaper, like Gumby's. Throw back an old school one, but um, yeah. But I, I like Donatos. But so if you had a. Donato's right beside your apartment. I would not have gone. You would not have gone. I, I will stand by beside that one. Yes, hmm. and that, that's where I am with it. But I'd be I'd be willing to bet that anyone who came to visit you who weren't subject to those daily commercial or that daily jingle probably yes. would have loved to have had some Donato's because oh, they, absolutely, it's excellent pizza. Yeah, if you're listening, Mister Donato's, yeah. we will sponsor you as long as you don't do that jingle. <laughs> I could be paid to sing it, though. <laughs> you just did. I For did. free. Were there any For words? Free. No, no. Okay. It was a little kid at a beanie with a propeller on it that would move around in stop motion animation How to was that it again? song. <laughs> we got to put some words to that. <laughs> we I'm... really want Donato's, but we won't buy it because we're annoyed. Annoyed. Yeah. No matter how hungry we are. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> That's why we talk and we don't, we don't sing. Exactly. So, I guess it's my turn now. Um, and again, in my mind, I'm going to go this direction of commercials that annoy me more so than maybe memorable. I guess they're memorable because they're annoying. And I will go current times with this. Liberty, I'm, I'm, go, I'm going to speak directly to Liberty Mutual Insurance right now. Liberty Mutual, pull up a chair. Yeah. Your Lemu, Emu, and Doug commercials are, I will never, ever, ever, I don't care what price you give me, purchase your insurance ever until those commercials are removed. And insurance companies seem to be rather egregious at this because I don't like flow either from Progressive. <laughs> Even I thought you I, met from... Uh, from Alice. From Alice. Yes, my grandparents. That's a whole other topic. 
<laughs> As my dog would say, kiss my wiener dog grits. She doesn't actually say that. I, but I, I was going to say, if she says that, you, you could get rich off of that. No, uh, I do have progressive insurance, so flow is not as annoying to me as to not purchase their insurance, but I will never purchase Liberty Mutual Insurance while those commercials are running. Ring, ring, Mr. Fiscus. This is Liberty Mutual. We no. will give you free Click. house insurance for this. I, I will slam my cell phone, even though it will not have the same effect. <laughs> That's pretty strong. Episode one, right? Episode one, throwback. Episode, episode call one, back. Throwback. Shout back. What do we call that? Throwback? Throwback. Call back. Sure. Why not? So, Liberty Mutual, what do those commercials even mean? What What's the, Limu email, okay? I get the, the alliteration there. It's usually a Brady thing, but I guess Liberty Mutual did it. That's fine. They're, they're running around in their little insurance police car doing what? I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know that I've seen these commercials. I am, I, I gotta watch oh, more. Oh, man, you, Didn't, yeah. didn't they used to have a jangle their own? No. Liberty Mutual. No, that was that. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. Well, and, and they do another commercial. There's a whole other genre of commercials that they do with the guy that can't do his lines. Liberty Bibidoo. Liberty Bibidoo. No, they have like... But what if I want my Bibidoo protected? Well... What? They have like this kind of genre of commercial where they like interview random people. It's not just that one guy. Well, they had this guy... Who was supposed to be an actor? He's a real suave guy, Rico Suave. Edward from Twilight, basically. Okay, yeah, Edward from Twilight says the the teenager uh. back there. Okay, I got it. So this guy trying to do his lines, he can't do his lines because he's apparently too dumb to do his lines. He keeps messing them up. So they voice over someone doing the lines, and his mo- mouth is moving, saying the wrong things, but the voiceover saying the right things with the Statue of Liberty in the background. That's a Liberty Mutual commercial as well. So they got the Limu, Emu, and Doug over here, and then this guy over there, and their their marketing is all over the place, and it's all annoying. So that doesn't seem to be a good combo. No, I, I wouldn't think so. It's I, not to me. It, it does not bring me in. All of the insurance commercials are kind of running together in my head. Who is the the deep voice? Oh, oh, the, are you in good hands? The the, the deep voice guy from major Allstate. from major league. Really. Serrano, Pedro Serrano from Major League. Is That's that, who that is. Really? Yes. Up your butt, Joe Boo. Yes. No. No. Yeah. He had Joe Boo. He had Joe Boo, yes. Yes. Now that you mention it, this insurance commercial thing, um, one of my students last week, right before we went off on our break, I guess I was wearing a pair of khakis in a red shirt and tie. And it took me a second. He said, You look like Jake from State Farm. And I had no idea what he was talking about and had to look it up. See, yeah. those are those are kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. I would buy State Farm. What were you wearing, Jake, from State Farm? <laughs> Khaki. Oh, now I remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that is cute. So it now in. they have another commercial where the guy's talking to a different guy and says, what do you want? Well, the little wife comes. What are you wearing, Steve, from State Farm? I can't remember the guy's name. Then the guy turns across the cubicle and says, do they ask what you're wearing? And the guy from the original commercial says, yeah, go with it. <laughs> Yeah. What is, what is okay. the commercial? What is the insurance that's the da 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 da? Liberty sure. Mutual Insurance. That's, that's Liberty. back when their okay. the commercials yeah. were not annoying. Yes. They decided to go with this other ad agency that obviously makes annoying commercials. I also remember I the American Family. That's, that's what it was. No, that's American what it was. Family. That's yeah, what I was trying American to think. American Family. Yeah. <laughs> we're uh we're out of time on this topic, but I thought we could hit a couple real quick, just to maybe bring back some memories for people. Obviously, the Pepsi. Had the Diet Pepsi with Michael J. Fox and regular Pepsi with Michael Jackson, which I believe it was on the set of that commercial that Michael Jackson caught his hair on fire. Yes, yes. And the final two, the Tootsie Roll Pop uh, with Mr. Owl. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> How many licks does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Roll Pop? One, <laughs> two, two, three. <laughs> Wasn't two that way? Wasn't it two? Now you you forgot to you, you forgot to roll your you know it was two three was it was it a roll three 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 yeah. yeah I remember that now but and then Folgers obviously everybody good remember. to the last drop good to the last drop but you had the, Mrs Olson no was best, she Mac no she was best she part was of waking up remember oh that? yes the best, best part of waking up is Folgers in your car. We're, we're doing too much singing we're gonna drive people away from this podcast yeah. we're, we're or singing flock to we're it. singing for comedy value not for well, yeah, that, we're not I'm, trying to I'm, impress We're probably anyone. achieving that. <laughs> All right. Good topic. Yes. Good topic. I, it was my topic. I didn't mean to brag on it. Brady. 
All right. Well, um, we're going to bring you a hopefully an amusing, slightly awkward and uncomfortable topic. But um, these are some of your very memorable, embarrassing moments or embarrassing situations you found yourself in. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what made me think of this, but it just came rushing back. And it's like, I'm going to have to tell the guys about this one. So um, I'll kind of get it started just to kind of like set the vibe, set the vibe for the embarrassing moments. But um, the one that stands out in my mind, and I get embarrassed even retelling the story, but I used to be terrified of dolls with teeth. My sister had a Chrissy doll, and you could see her. Hey, who is Chrissy? Chrissy, I, I like don't, from Three's Company. Chrissy? No, it, it would have predated that, but it was just called the Chrissy doll, um, I guess. And um, but she had a prominent smile where you could see her teeth. And was it was it actual teeth, or was it just like a gaping mouth with that's white in the middle? There, I never got close enough to investigate it because it terrified me. But I'm guessing it was just painted white. And um, it scared me to death. And she had another doll that had teeth. So I was always say no smiles, no smiles. Because I was a, you know, a, I would say about three or four, but it carried with me for a while. You had a traumatic childhood. I, I did. This should I say mean, a lot about me. I mean, the things you said in the last few episodes, your childhood Yeah, is... this harkens back to the uh, phobia. Yeah, yeah I, I well, I, I had a great childhood, but, you know, I guess some traumas. deep some deep-seated, deep-seated issues, but no. But I would used to have a recurring dream that these dolls would chase me and bite me. But my sister and her friends, uh, the she, great big sister, dealt with annoying little brother and was very patient about it. But when they wanted to finally get me to take my leave of their fun, um, we had the basement downstairs, so they would send me up on an errand. And so they her would, and her friends were in cahoots. Oh, they were definitely in cahoots. And they would put the Chrissy doll after I went upstairs at the top of the step, knowing that I would not cross this doom evil doll. And the Maginot line. Yes, it was the Maginot line. It was the Berlin Wall of Fear. I would not cross that doll. I would not breach it. Because, yeah, you know what? This does kind of tie into the phobia thing, but I'm so glad that Child's Play did not come out of my childhood. I was getting ready to make a Child's yeah. Play connection there. But, um, so, yeah, I, it was embarrassing. But the thing was, it's true. I was only afraid of the ones with the dolls with teeth. Um, so that's kind of an embarrassing thing that I would get my chops busted out a little bit. And, and um, th- th- this next one, uh, oh, man, this is almost cathartic bringing this up. But probably one of my most embarrassing moments is... We were on our way on vacation in the 18-foot Shasta RV. It was, for those of you not knowing, it was not a big RV. It was a diminutive RV. It was small, closed quarters. And um, <laughs> that there's an RV, Clark. There you go. <laughs> that's our third topic. That's our third topic coming. But, um, but anyway, this particular trip to Florida for a family vacation bliss um i happened to be a little bit banged up i tore my acl in a dirt bike accident don't ask and i had a straight cast on where my leg um like it was a straight cast where there was no bend in the knee it was kind of like a peg leg just straight as it'll go and um kept me from many enjoyments like riding rides down to disney world but anyway on this long trip to florida the one thing you always looked forward to was atlanta because you get to see the stadium, you get to the hustle and bustle, and it was kind of a landmark. You knew you were on vacation once you crossed Atlanta. You were crossing into the fun zone. You were south. So, you know, it was always a big deal. I'm anticipating Atlanta. And um, then it happens. After a fast food lunch, um, some intestinal distress starts <laughs> sitting in, <laughs> and it was unavoidable. So if you've ever been in an RV facility, it's small. It's plastic. It does not offer much privacy, and that's with the door shut. Well, because of my straight cast, I could not shut the door, and um, so I had to leave my leg hanging out. And unfortunately, um, and by the way, my friends, there is a name for this story. I'm not giving you the spoiler, but it's called the Great Atlanta Run. Um, Great Atlanta Runs? Yeah. 
the great Atlanta run. And, um, but unfortunately, because the door was open and it was a severe distress and it exposed my whole poor family. <laughs> and, and, you know, just the fact that, you know, I'm a private person about such things. And you have to you, go into the sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, do you really want me to? Well, no, just describe the situation. You've described the room. Yes. The- okay. For those of you unfamiliar with an RV restroom, it is not like the, the a toilet in a restroom on regular land, non-mobile. <laughs> There's no water, so it's plastic that has a hatch, and then the refuse. Like an airplane. Like an airplane. Yeah, like an airplane, and it goes into a chemical pit, a chemical toilet. And then later, it's emptied. Yes, and then you empty it when you get to the campground, and you empty your refuse. And... um. But because there is no water, um, I, I guess the best way to describe it would be somebody unleashing um, a bag of marbles on a plastic <laughs> on a plastic tub, and um, it was horrible and it was embarrassing and it haunted me for years. I mean, I was mortified. I just wanted to like crawl up in the corner in shame, but I couldn't even do that because my leg was straight because of the cast. I couldn't even crawl up in a ball. So and that's how the RV earned its nick uh, earned the name Shasta because when your dad smelled it. <laughs> Holy Shasta was that? <laughs> yes, I he. I'm sure they probably had to pull it over in downtown Atlanta traffic, and I, it, it, oh man, like I said to to 13 year old me, I was traumatized and humiliated, and you know how you are when you're a middle schooler, anyway. You know everything is dramatized. <laughs> did, did the windows all go down? And I, if there were any left. <laughs> It, it was, left. <laughs> yeah. It was it, that bad, huh? You know, um, it, it was just like I said. Everything about this was just a horrifically embarrassing, humiliating circumstance. It was then you found out how much your family loves you. Yes, because they let me continue on the trip. <laughs> Absolutely, without. All right, know, I have a stroke. They crossed the top. The, they crossed some eating locations off the off the list at I, that point. Yep, I have definitely. a little TMI question, but if if your leg was straight fixed straight out and you had a cast on and that's how you had to position yourself to pop do, this particular squat. <laughs> how did you did did someone have to tend to you afterwards or no 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 it's just my <laughs> just my leg was hand oh, you a good spray lord I, I wasn't you know <laughs> the old i i had i had my day hillbilly bidet <laughs> <laughs> no i i was fully functional arms legs now i what I did, oh gosh, you know what, Todd, you just triggered a memory that I'd forgotten about. I actually had to take the, 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 the ice cooler out and put it on the floor so I could rest my foot on it. I had to put my leg, my straight leg on top of the ice cooler. Um, so you're in a reclined position. Which they say that that is the best position to do your business anyway is to have your feet up on a stool. Squatting. It's a stool stool. They sell those. They're called squatty potties. Squatty yeah. potties, yeah. 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 So you, Not that we wanted to know that, but yeah. anyway, that was my embarrassing moment. Um, yeah, haunts me to this day. Absolutely. <laughs> I Me first or you first? Go I'll go. You go ahead. You know, I, I take great pains in my life to make sure I don't end up in embarrassing situations, but sometimes, obviously, they're unavoidable, as yours was unavoidable. Um, the one that comes to my mind, which maybe started out as an embarrassing situation, but kind of put me in heroic status for a while. Uh, you know, sometimes in elementary school, you uh, something just doesn't agree with you, and you're at school, and you can't really go anywhere. And uh, everyone's at recess, and I didn't go out to recess, and I'd had some peanut butter and jelly for lunch, and the peanut butter and jelly ended up all over, like, I think we were sitting in kind of little Pottish sort of like four desks pushed together, yeah. like so. Not only on my desk, but other desks, and uh, so you threw up. I threw up. Yeah, oh. I vomited. Yeah, and in, at Sardinia Elementary at the time, the fourth grade classrooms were in their own modular. It was like a brick building, but it was separate from the rest of the building. Two classrooms. Two classrooms. Yes. So uh, what elevated me to heroic status, as I said, everyone else was at recess. The uh, the stench was so bad from the vomit that no one could come back into the oh. building. So everyone got extra recess because of my 
misfortune. There wasn't enough sawdust in the in North America. <laughs> no vamo scrub. Noble Hardyman took care say, of it. Yeah, it, us all being educators, we'll all tell you that the custodians are the heroes oh, absolutely. of any school building. And and they don't question it. No. It's like, okay, clean up. No. We have a clean up. Okay. I'm, I'm glad and, we got to hear a Noble Hardyman yeah. uh, Reference. I'm sure he saved the day. I'm sure he did it the oh, best he, as, he as could. He, but a bus driver and a custodian, full time in both. I I don't I don't think he could do that today. But um, yeah. He, so what do you think? What do you think the cause, the culprit of the uh, pungentness of the aroma? I, I don't know. I like I said. I know it was peanut butter and jelly because there were. I, I won't describe the what, the contents, but what flavor jelly? Hmm. It can it can matter. It can it can make a it difference. In strawberry I'm thinking, or grape? I'm thinking grape. See, I would think strawberry would tend to leave more of a an acidic smell. Yeah. I I can definitely vouch for the um, heroic status um, because we saw poor Eric sitting there with his head down in repose on his desk, miserable and sick. We literally bunches of us like we would pop our heads up because they they had the windows open so the foulness <laughs> could escape. And I remember us, and there was not a bit of meanness. That this was true adulation. That we popped our heads in the windows, like thanks, Eric, because we got like twenty extra minutes recess, and we kind of was like was cheers, like thanks, man. And did do you remember receiving accolades? You weren't even in my room. You were in the no. It was yeah. Let us let us be clear that it was so bad that it cleared out both rooms in the modular. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's something as a as an educator that I still I don't deal with very well. So my first rule of the year to all my students is we don't we don't throw up in the classroom. And obviously, I know that it can't be helped at times, but I, I'm very lucky so far. I, I've had two students throw up in the in the classroom, and I wasn't in the room for either one of them. One of them I was standing at the door, and they were in the line to leave, so I didn't get have to see it. And another one was they were in, they were the last one in the line. They threw up in the garbage can. But I had a sub one day who had a poor student throw up and pretty much splattered the entire front of the classroom, ah! including including all over the sub's ah. person. Including, it got on their legs. Did she ever come back, or he ever come back? No, it, she did. She, she's a fantastic sub, but I, I, it just that was meant for me. That that, that, I, that splatter was meant for me, and uh, oh. so and you avoided. I avoided it. it yes. Um, I, I get to speak for myself. You know, the flu bug was pretty bad this year in my building, but um, I had three garbage can barfers just this year alone, so I'm hitting above average this year. Yeah. Todd? Embarrassing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I have... <laughs> Hopefully. I have, well, <laughs> That's the topic. One of these, I'm afraid that anyone who sees me from now will just look at me completely differently, so please keep in mind that I was young. I'm anyone gonna do, who knows you won't look I, at you any differently. I have three, and I'm going to do them in chronological order. Uh, okay. The first one, I was in third grade, and maybe this was. I guess you know, I'm not a. I'm not a person who I consider myself shy. And then when I say that to people, they laugh at me because I'm very talkative. But at first, I'm shy, and then once I know you, uh, you know, I'm and all bets are off. Yeah, but this might have been a precursor to maybe my future of entertaining. You know, being on stage and being in, you know, playing music and stuff. But I was in the restroom, and there were some other people in the restroom with me, and I was trying to make them laugh. So. I put my finger in my nose and I started singing, this is the way we pick our nose, pick our nose, pick our nose. This is the way we pick our nose so early in the morning. I thought it was funny. And, uh, it is. To, to an eight-year-old, yes. Yeah, yes, maybe not overly original. Speak but for yourself. I'm uh, laughing. So, so anyway, I, someone was a tattletale and went and told on me and told my teacher. And my punishment was I had to perform the song in front of the, whole, in front of the entire class. So now it wasn't just some of my buddies. It was girls. Right. Um, you know, so instead of four or five people, it was a class of, I don't know how many we had, 20, 25, that I had to stand in, had to stand in front of the classroom. Couldn't just stand on my desk. Absolutely. Stand in front of the classroom, insert my finger in my nose, and sing it <laughs> again. So that was pretty uh, terrifying. And again, well, it was a different time. It was a different yeah, time. Uh, th- that brings up two, like, burning questions. One, you just mentioned it. It's like, wow, you know, could you do that today? And the second question is, wow, aren't you lucky you weren't picking your rear end? <laughs> that doesn't go with the jingle very well. This is the yeah. way, well. That could have gone either direction as far as you standing in front of the class and doing this or 
you could have been paddled for that, or both. Yeah, I was back paddled, then. I was paddled, paddled while f- picking your nose. Well, yes, I was paddled. I, I don't. I think I was paddled in the third grade. I got the paddle the first few years of school, uh, but I don't think I got the paddle for that one. And I don't think you could do that now. Although, and looking back, it didn't. I mean, I was embarrassed at the time, but it didn't bother me. I mean, well, I still, still talking I still about remember it. it. <laughs> True, but it stuck with you me. know. I, I think it's maybe it's because it was a catchy little song. That's why I still remember it. But the uh, the next time. <laughs> Fifth grade. And I was not someone in fifth grade who wedded myself. I mean, it wasn't like an ongoing problem, but there was one day in class in fifth grade that I had a bad habit of when I had to go to the restroom, I was so it, I was so afraid to miss out on anything that I would I would try to hold it. And I still do that as far as not wanting to miss out. I, I fight sleep still as an adult because I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. If there, you know, I was always the kid who, if, I, if there was a sleepover... I was the last one to go to sleep because I didn't want to miss out. Well, you never want to be the first one. What exactly? Yeah. Didn't want to miss the thing. <laughs> so I, I had to use the restroom and was holding it and holding it and holding it. Well, I ended up peeing my pants, and I was panicking because I'm sitting there and we were out in the back to the two uh, buildings in the back of Sydney Elementary. The not what they called those, but the two separate classrooms in the separate building. Well, that's the ones we were talking that about. We were, were in fourth okay, grade. yeah. So this was yeah. before the, the the they brought in the trailers and things like right. that. So. The first thing I thought I would do is tip my chair and fall backwards uh, to get – so <laughs> it, it made sense in my head. So I, I did that. I, I thought, okay, how do I do this without actually cracking my skull open? And how, you know, So I, I tipped my chair backwards and or fell. Or splashing urine on yes. yourself. <laughs> and, which in hindsight, it only it, – it drew more attention to me. But at least I said, okay, I have to go to the bathroom. Like the teacher I think was more – sympathetic go to the bathroom make sure you're okay so i go to the bathroom i kind of turn sideways and walk to the bathroom and if you remember there was a restroom between right. uh, both of those two classrooms the right. fourth and fifth grade classrooms so i'm in the bathroom i'm panicking I, I i mean it was noticeable that my pants were wet so i instantly started i turned the sink on and started like just splashing water all over myself <laughs> and the got camouflage. it all over, all over my shirt all over my all over my pants and uh i i Put it on my face and my like my hair and stuff, and I told my teacher that I had that I just got real hot all of a sudden, and that I had to put cold water on myself to cool down. And Your pre planning yes, just doesn't get any better. Exactly. So I think I pulled off. Well, I'm sure if you were to ask this wonderful teacher that I had, and very sweet teacher, I'm sure she knew it. But at least in my head, I pulled it off. Uh, there wasn't much I could do to cover up the smell, I don't guess, but at least the, the wet spot was now hidden. Explainable. I was drenched from the sink water. Not yeah. 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 And then my third one, uh, I was a little older, and <laughs> I had been sick. I had a bout of <laughs> oh, no. stomach issues. Intestinal, intestinal distress. Intestinal distress. And this is, this, uh, this is embarrassing to even talk about it now. Uh, not to you guys, because you've heard this before, but to anyone listening, uh, my my cousin was over and we were playing. You know, we played outside for a while. Then we came. It got dark and we came in. This was the summer, and we we came inside. And once again, this time something made me laugh, and I had an accident. <laughs> uh, let's just say this one wasn't. You darn near this, soiled yourself, this, Brooks. <laughs> this, one, this one wasn't. This one wasn't in the front. This one wasn't in the front. It was a it was a number two accident, if I can be. And, I mean. Again, I'd been sick. I'd just gotten over it. I apparently wasn't over it. I laughed, I guess, I guess too rapidly, and it just happened. And I was panicking. I didn't know what to do. I didn't tell my cousin. So I'm like, Now, wow. when was this again? This would have been probably middle school. I mean, a couple years later. And so I, I got to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom, and I remove my clothing and my underclothing and I didn't know what to do. So I was afraid I'd get in trouble if not, you know, not that my parents would, I would have been fine. But in my head, I'm like, I got to do something rather than just throw my <laughs> soiled underdrawers, <laughs> my undergarments away. I got the bright idea. Uh, I was wearing a hat. Uh, oh no. <laughs> and uh, so I thought I got to get, I got to get these out of the house. Uh, so I took, I balled up my, Underwear. Underwear. And I folded them just so where where they would be, you know, safe to touch on the outside. And I put them under my hat. <laughs> put them on my head. I put my hat down uh, on them. And so I go ask my cousin, like, hey, you want to go outside? You want to go? There were, there were woods across the street. And, uh, you know, he's like, nah, I don't want to go outside. It's dark. So, so I go, I'm like, well, I got to run outside real quick. So I go through the living room and out the front door. 
and I run across the street into the woods and throw my underwear in the woods. And so, so there's a big picture. I haven't window. seen them since. It's a big picture window in your living room of your house. Yes. So you don't think anyone saw you running no, I, across? They, they might have seen me run into the woods, but I went deep enough as to not, <laughs> you know. Aren't you glad you didn't encounter a bear? I don't know. but So if that ever happens to you and you're looking for a good way to dispose of soiled a, a good, garments. A good way? <laughs> I washed my hair later. <laughs> how, how much later? <laughs> Truly. I, I was in middle school, so probably at least three or four days later. <laughs> I've heard of people keeping it under their hat, but <laughs> this is a whole new level. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And you even left the property in return unnoticed. That's amazing. Kudos. Yeah. Oh, man. Very good. See, growing up playing in the woods was beneficial for yeah. things like that. Catching little snakes and throwing <laughs> your soiled underwear away. Oh, wow. Eric, I think you're on deck next with the topic. I am. Uh, my topic is... Movie quotes that you hear and you immediately know what movie they're from, or I guess the kind of the angle you can take with this, are there movies that you quote in your daily life with regularity? Oh, yeah. So, and and there are so many. We talked about one the other day with Major League. I mean, Major League is just infinitely quotable, and it's the... The, the spring training portion of the season where most of the quotes happen. And, uh, you know, I gave you the one the other day about, Dorn, you owe lay that ball one more time. You owe me ten push-ups. <laughs> How many times did you actually use that in baseball practices when you were coach? Uh, a few. And, and it, it was just to amuse myself and my oh, coaches because, yeah. I mean, the kids really didn't get it. but which Which is sad to me because that's a movie that, to me – Really stands the test of time. I should be shared. It It should be shared. I think I say up your butt, Joe Boo, quite a bit, actually. (laughs) Typically, it's when I like stub my toe or (laughs) because my growing up, my dad wasn't much of a of a cursor, you know. And when he cursed, it was usually because he hurt himself stepping on the toy, (laughs) stubbing his toe. And I think maybe not when I hurt myself, but when I'm struggling with something, you know, if I'm trying to, you know, open something I can't, you know, up your butt, Joe Boo. Uh, oh, that's a great quote. Uh, yeah, Major League to me, uh, Fletch, one one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, a lot of quotes there, and Chevy Chase uh, in any number of his movies. Uh, Caddyshack, we talked about oh, the other my, day. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the quote, uh, "Don't sell yourself short, Judge. You're a tremendous slouch." Oh, and when you talk about Fletch, how many times have we've done the you know. So I said, what are you doing, some stunt flying? <laughs> you can't see his face. We'll have to put a picture of his face when he makes that sound. But yes. Did they ever redo Fletch? They, um, they were talking about it with uh, uh, Jason Lee. I have Jason an answer Lee. to that. Okay. Um, Kevin Smith, um, one of my favorite directors, and actually I quote a lot of his movies frequently, he bought the rights, the movie rights, to all the Fletch novels, and with the express purpose, either him excuse me, uh, Jason Lee or Ben Affleck would be playing Fletch, but never could get it to happen, and it got shelved. Um, There's scripts written for it, but it just never was released. And, you know, actually, I think that was one of the things that I messaged him on his uh, webpage, like, bring back Fletch, man. That'd be classic. Did he respond? Uh, Not yet. Not yet. So if you're listening, Kevin Smith... If you're having Donato's, <laughs> I think Kevin Smith would enjoy our podcast. Yeah. Well, and, and you had another one from Caddyshack to who stepped on the duck? <laughs> or the, I want a hamburger. I want some potato chips. You'll I want have nothing and you'll like it. There we go. We get it twice. We or, get it twice. Uh, yeah. Or, hey, I'll bet you were something before electricity. <laughs> <laughs> or. <laughs> This is low-grade dog food. Uh, <laughs> dog food. Oh yeah, I think of this one often. The um, Howard the Duck, where the, I don't I don't exactly know what's happening, but I know the girl. She says Howard Duck, like, and he says, "And proud of it." Remember that? <laughs> I do. I'm probably you know you and I are probably two of the few people in the universe that were amused by that movie. Oh yeah. 
classic. If you haven't seen Howard the Duck, it, it does have some duck breasts in it, though. So if, uh, <laughs> duck if you're showing it to young children, make them hide their eyes. <laughs> so would that qualify as PG-13 or rated R? And just Actually, like, it was probably PG when that would have been out. And just yeah. like that, a menu item in the Montgomery Inn becomes PG-13 because don't they serve duck breast? <laughs> I don't know. One of my favorite movie quotes I say a lot also. I say, kind of hot in these rhinos from uh, Ace Ventura 2. <laughs> and my cousin Jason, we both say it a lot. Anytime it's hot, it could be, you know, boy, it's kind of hot in these rhinos. And it's the scene where he's in the fake rhino and he, oh. he comes out of the rhino's anus. Like, yes. <laughs> um, I, I've got a follow up to that. Um, I embarrassed my family terribly a couple years ago. Um, was at Disney World at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and there was a uh, rhino replica, like, indoors. And I made my, well, she's in eighth grade now, but she would have been in about sixth grade then. And I made her take the picture, so I positioned myself to look like um, my head was popping out of the rhino's <laughs> anus. And um, You must share that picture. I, I will. I'll put, I'll put it on the Facebook, just remind me. And um, it, it just made me laugh hysterically, and... Reagan, bless her heart, was laughing as she was taking the the picture. Well, uh, let's just say um, Mom was not real pleased when she came around and found out what I was cooking. And uh, I would it, say, I would say that movie and the Pet Detective Ace Ventura movies have a lot of quotes yeah. that I you know I stuck around for long. You know, uh, what was the uh, all the alrighty then you know everybody said that <laughs> for the next 10 years then. yeah and I still say if I still say I like a glove if something is if I, <laughs> I like parking, a glove do not go in there <laughs> yep still say that there we go oh man um good no you go oh, okay um I find that I quote a lot of movies you know but my go-to's that it's getting to the point of embarrassment because, like, I just do it so naturally now. I find that I start my classes off going, all right, all right, all right. From Dazed and Confused, Wooderson, uh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey's McConaughey. character. I do say that. Um, let's see. I cl- uh, quote clerks. Um, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> Uh, at school you do that yeah yeah Yeah. uh, especially on a day where the weather is not good and there is no delay and we're not does anyone get it um even the adults maybe a couple but i like you said i do it mostly for my own amusement um oh how about the uh get him a body bag oh yes do you remember the um wax on wax off do you remember the fireworks at Sardinia watching him behind the school and uh, some of us watching them and being very annoying yelling get him a body bag like every time yes <laughs> you know because everybody does the ooh ah uh, get him a Zowie. body bag <laughs> we always added a fourth it was Zowie Zowie um, and then probably another just real quick uh, Super Troopers I find I quote that movie a lot um, come on, meow. Yes, license and registration, please, meow. <laughs> um, but there is a, a this one incident where you know one of my classroom rules is you can't do like like the paper launching, you know, like basketball style. You have to walk it over because it gets to be a distraction. So a kid uh, had done that and missed, and I went, you know what you're in trouble for, littering and. Littering and <laughs> littering and now in the movie they said smoking the reefer, but to but now what to, if he had come back with smoking the reefer? I would have let him off. I would have cracked up laughing and said, "We will not speak at this moment," and sent him back to his seat. But no, so littering and launching a paper wide, and um, you know I did that for my own amusement, and no one got it. Yes, yeah. uh, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah. Oh. Very quotable, but none of which I can really say. Pile, what is your major malfunction? <laughs> that's, that's about the only one I can really say. <laughs> yeah. No, let me see your war face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let me see your war face. That, that, that would yeah. definitely be a point. One of um. my favorites from uh, we Revenge of the Nerds, there are several. Again, <laughs> again, most of them we can't say, but one of my favorites, I need a bleep here if I can get it. <laughs> So, like, 
they're playing cards. They, they've been kicked out of their dorm. Right. And they've been and they're moved, in the gym. They moved to the gym yeah. and, and Booger and um Oh, who's the character? Uh Takashi. Takashi. Booger and Takashi are playing cards and Takashi says he has a frush. A frush. And Booger then says, What the bleep is a frush? <laughs> It's just a great also line. a word starting with an F. <laughs> yes, and uh, oh gosh, which another great booger quote. Um, we talked about this one before we started recording. I got permission to use this, but I, I still think the funniest quote from the movie is when uh, you know uh, Stan Gable and Betty Childs are on his motorcycle, looking as dapper as they are, and uh, Booger is sitting in the, standing in the front yard. And he's looking at them quizzically, and he goes, Stan Gable goes, what are you looking at, nerd? And he replies with, well, I thought it was my mother's old douchebag, but I realize that's back in Ohio. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> oh, makes me laugh. Uh, another topic, movies that can never be remade today. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but if you haven't seen Revenge of the Nerds. Look it up. Yes. It's, it's great. Funny. It's enough to make you clap your hands. <laughs> clap, clap your hands, everybody. Everybody, everybody clap your hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> lambda, 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 and Omega movie. <laughs> oh, man. Definitely a great movie. Check it out. What are some, and you brought this up with the topic, but what do you think some just very short topic or uh, quotes are that, again, because we brought up some pretty abstract, I mean, Super Troopers. That's a certain Days demographic. It's kind of niche Yeah, a little bit niche What are some movie quotes that you think everyone pretty much would know what movie you're talking about There's if you no say crying it? crying in baseball. That would be a good one. There's no, no crying, crying in baseball, baseball from yeah. League of Their Own, right? Um, right? I don't know if this is niche enough, but Todd, and I wish we were uh, live casting this, I would like you to watch Eric's face when I say this. Ready? Mm-hmm. Good morning, Vietnam! <laughs> I actually do that in my classroom. Do you? I don't say Vietnam. But every morning? Yeah, not every morning. A lot of mornings. Five times. Mm. Good morning, boys and girls. That's what I usually say. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, that's okay. We just had a little bit of overkill back in the day. Yeah. Somebody liked the movie a little bit too much and <laughs> would say it every three yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the, uh, when the, which we've done this before, but when the Budweiser, when the, what <laughs> Everybody pretty much for months. Yeah. Did that. <laughs> What's that? I think that there's no place like home. Most people know that when you say that, you're talking about The Wizard of Oz. I think right. that's one that's pretty, which also is a theme of that movie. I, you know, Another classic reference, frankly, my dear. I don't yes. give a damn. Yes. Um, Todd, I'll let you bring in the, the one from Star Wars. Don't you remember? Oh, may the force be with yeah. you. Yes, may the yeah. force be with you. There, I think right. There's probably more for Star Wars, but definitely may the force. Uh, I'm the king of the world. You got right. Leo on the ship, Titanic. Oh, um, life is like a box, box of chocolates. Ah, All right. yes. All right. Very much. Uh, we could go on and on. Um, I'll be back. I'll, I'll be, be back. back. There you go. You got to say it with the accent to sell it. <laughs> uh, oh, geez. I feel like there's so many. We could just probably sit around here and spout off movie quotes for decades almost. If you build it, he will come. Eric, uh, speaking yeah. of which, that probably means nothing to you. Well, it does. I mean, I know where it's from. I've just not watched the movie. Yeah. 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 I'm, um, geez, what's a, <laughs> Eric, it seems like we're really leaving out some because there, there, it seemed like there was some, some phone home. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, Costa La Vista, baby. Speaking of Terminator, yeah, right? Well, phone, yep. phone home was ET. Yeah, before, um, yeah, a couple right. before that we said Die Hard. Um, Yippee Kaye, uh, fornicator of mothers. <laughs> um, that one. In lieu of a bleep. In lieu of a bleep, matriarchal fornicators. <laughs> Heed, <laughs> pants. We have the oh. paper down. <laughs> How in the world, world did That's... we get this far? <laughs> And not go into that. So, background on this movie, because a lot of people really haven't seen it, but it's Shrek before Shrek, essentially, that particular character. And yes. we're talking yes. about So I Married an Axe Murderer. Which is a comedy, not a horror movie. Right. right. Uh, Mike Myers actually plays two different parts in the movie. Um, 
he plays his own father, which, like I said, is Shrek before Shrek. He he immigrated from Scotland, so he legit had the Scottish accent. (laughs) Which, again, we none of us are... Great at doing a Scottish accent, but we yeah. doesn't keep us from tr- not trying. It keeps us from trying. I, I believe that movie is the hardest I've ever laughed in a movie theater. Hmm. Oh wow! Um, Which scenes in particular? Just whenever the dad. The dad. I mean, <laughs> Harriet, sweet Harriet, hard-hearted harbinger of haggis. So no ing, so trust ing, so love Ed. <laughs> Evil, like the fruits, fruits of, of the, the devil. devil. <laughs> so for the next six minutes, can we just quote this movie? Uh, we've got the piper down. We've got the piper down. Turn up the bass of the rollers. <laughs> uh, and he does the, the, he's playing the solo. <laughs> he's playing the bagpipes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> if you love my body, and you think I'm sexy, I Let me know. Uh, oh, I, I didn't even realize that I quoted this movie. Whenever you order um, a drink, and it's way too big, like it's just oversized, laughingly big, and you say, "Oh, excuse me, I think I ordered the large." Yes, uh, you know because it's so ridiculous. I, a matter of fact, didn't I say that about the fish sandwich? I think at Butterbee's. That I did. I think I did. I said, "Excuse I think you me, did. you're gonna have to take this back." I ordered the large <laughs> fish sandwich. Hello, hello, hello. Oh man, <laughs> you'll, have, you'll have to forgive us. I'm I'm yes. aching right now. See that movie if you haven't. I mean, again, you'll see a lot of pre-Shrek where he's creating the character I believe in that character of his father the, the prison uh, trip with uh, <laughs> who was the actor <laughs> Anthony LaPaglia from uh, no it was the guy from Saturday Night Live oh no uh, J- Hartman Phil Hartman Phil yeah. Hartman are you talking about Vicky <laughs> Vicky <laughs> <laughs> I will never <laughs> go ahead yeah uh, oh, to edit it I will just never be able to hear the two words ocular cavities. Yeah. Was it sockets? Or sockets, yeah. yeah. Took turns pissing <laughs> his ocular sockets. I thought it was cavity. Yeah. It might be. Oh, wow. What a movie. Now Is I'm going to have to fire that up. <laughs> I don't know if you can find it streaming anywhere or I, not. I own the DVD if you guys... Oh, I think I do too. Yeah. Sorry for geeking out. Yeah. Yeah. We kind that's of. That's one of our. Oh. Way off on a tangent there. Hey, uh, I just thought about this one. Um, it's one of the Dumb and Dumber quotes that yeah, they, they were flocking one. like the salmon of Capistrano <laughs> instead of the swallows. <laughs> the I use this one quite. The so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't remember everything, but basically he's asking her if there's any, any chance of... That they get together. They get together, yeah. And he says, what, like one in a thousand? One no, in a million. more like one in a million. <laughs> so, so you're saying there's a chance. Or when they when they drop them off on the bus, they have the bus full of models, supermodels, and they drop them off, <laughs> and then they... I forget what happens. They And they go and they chase down the bus and they're like... No. Something about... You're in luck. There's yes. a town yes. three miles back. Yeah. Or um, where the... Um, he where, must work out. He must work out. Oh. Uh, yeah, I would... Uh, Again, the, the Jim Carrey connection with the... Uh, right. Pet detective and... Where the beer flows like wine. <laughs> I want to go someplace... I want to go to Aspen where the beer flows like wine. What's the soup du jour? It's the soup of the, of the day. day. That sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> Kick his A, sea bass. <laughs> I, I, you know. Want to hear the most annoying sound ever? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I would. Pull over, pull over. It's a cardigan. Let's mirror that one up. <laughs> I wonder how many listeners we've lost in just the last five minutes. We could keep on going. Either they're laughing with us or they've. Long gone. Hey, we're staying on topic. Yeah, hey, we, we are. It doesn't happen. That's good for us. <laughs> now that that's the kind of uh, humor, and I and I'll venture off into TV a little bit just shortly, and I think this is a topic for another day in the big scheme. But 
uh, those shows that you didn't really appreciate when you were young, but now when you're older. Mash always had those kind of comments. Yeah. <laughs> Todd made a face. He still doesn't yes, appreciate Mash it. Mash still makes my <laughs> stomach churn. And I'll give you a for instance. I don't know why the stick in my head, but uh, Hawkeye goes to one of the tents of the nurses and has shampoo. And she says, well, you brought me shampoo. He says, well, I didn't think you wanted me to bring real poo. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. It's Nicely funny. played. Yes, that is, that is funny. I don't recall that one. Maybe I should give MASH another chance. You, you should give MASH another chance. I just chance. remember that when that music started. Yes. Man, we've done a lot of singing in this. Ting! I had one more, speaking of the back to the Dumb and Dumber. Mock. Ing. <laughs> yeah. Ing. Yeah. yeah. Bird. bird. Yeah. yeah. Mocking bird. <laughs> have, have you heard? <laughs> He's gonna buy. He's gonna you buy. A mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> then, then when they pick up the uh, the um, the 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 folks from Mexico, the mock seeing see. <laughs> oh wow! I'm sure, there's some along that same line of movies. Probably some uh, hot shots or naked gun quotes too. I can't. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Airplane. Shirley, you can't be serious. Yes, I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Can I be frank with you? <laughs> oh, time is up. <laughs> oh, my. Because uh, it was getting really difficult to not go into uh, beyond PG-13 territory. Yes, yes. We apologize for anybody if we went too far. Still crack up the walleye vision on Hot Shots. <laughs> <laughs> uh a movie that really doesn't stand the test of time for the most part, but yeah, that that is funny. <laughs> that is funny. Well, so those are our three topics for episode five. Hope you enjoyed them. Hopefully our singing didn't drive you away and uh, stick with us. And um, again, thought-provoking humor, that's our goal, or thought-provoking in general, I guess. But uh, again, thanks for joining us. And... Uh, and may I remind everybody, hey, could you please check us out? Uh, check out our Facebook page. Leave us comments. Leave us ideas. Uh, we want to hear that we're making you happy. We're wanting to hear what is what part of it is making you happy. What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? Let us know. Yeah, I think one of the things that we, you know, hope to accomplish with this is that it's interactive with our listeners. That they give us feedback. They you know comment on some of the topics we've asked a few times for your, you know. You know any maybe this time a quote or something from a movie you would like share those with us so we can revisit if we need to but and plus if you want to see brady's rhinoceros picture you have to go to the facebook page yes because he is going to share i am right as soon as we stop recording i'll do it right now all right so with that uh, again uh, follow us on facebook search us out play it by ear podcast on uh, twitter at play it by ear pod number two also, anchor.fm backslash play it by ear podcast. Again, our uh, outlets are growing. Uh, iHeartRadio now has our podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, among others. So, most anywhere you can get a podcast, you can probably find us. So, we invite you to join us next time on the Play It By Ear podcast. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.